monetization should not be the ultimate goal. When you make that the ultimate goal, you're making it about yourself and not about the community you want to build and not about the community that you're putting together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back. This week, we're going to talk about misconceptions about engaging, growing, and monetizing Facebook groups. There are several common misconceptions that people are having about growing, engaging, and monetizing their Facebook groups. Here are just some of them. The first one is, it's easy to grow a Facebook group. Many people believe believe that creating a Facebook group and inviting their friends and family to join is enough to grow a successful community. However, growing a community takes time and effort, and it requires creating valuable content, engaging with members, and promoting the group through various channels. But here's the biggest mistake I see, is inviting your family and friends to join when they have no interest or will never be one of your customers, or they have no interest in the topic whatsoever. I want you to think about Aunt Martha. Aunt Martha is a fictional character that I created, but we all have an aunt like Martha. Aunt Martha has no filter. Aunt Martha has no idea what's going on in the tech world. And Aunt Martha is the one that posts in your, in the comments of your posts, saying things like, hey, are you coming to Thanksgiving dinner? Hey, are you going to bring your boyfriend? Hey. Did you talk to your mother about whatever? And Aunt Martha will be very, very embarrassing. So Aunt Martha is not one person that I would invite. Now you might be saying, okay, but not everyone's like Aunt Martha. True. But here's the thing. If you invite your family and friends to come into your group, just to make it look like you have a bigger group, you have a bigger, you you know, to make the number look bigger. The only thing is, is that when you are promoting content, putting content out there, they're not going to engage because they either don't understand it or they don't, they're not in that world. You know, I often give the example of like talking about funnels. If I talk about funnels in the business world, that is very different than when I talk about funnels in family life. Like if I talk about funnels with my family, they're thinking about the funnels that you see in the kitchen right? The funnels that you use to funnel liquid from one jar to the next or from one bottle to the next, right? They are not thinking about business funnels. So if you were to talk about funnels, let's say in a business Facebook group, and you got your aunt Martha or your sister or your brother or your cousin or whatever in there, and they have no idea what you're talking about, or they think they know what you're talking about, it could be very confusing. But also when they don't, comment or engage that actually drops your activity rate within your group. And so that it drops the engagement going on in your group as well. And that brings us to number two, which is engagement is not important. Well, some people believe as long as they have a large number of of members in their group, engagement's not important. However, engagement is really essential to the success of a group. Without engagement, members are likely to lose interest and start participating in the group. And here's the other thing. Without engagement, they forget about your group. And without engagement, your other posts that might be more important to you, let's say they are posts to remind people of an upcoming challenge or giveaway or promotion that you're doing, 
they're not going to see it. Less people will see it because what Facebook does is for the groups that are more engaging, they will show more of your posts in the notifications. They will show more of your posts in their feeds. They will show more of your posts in so many other ways because they're thinking, hey, whatever's going on in this Facebook group, it's very active. And whatever's going on in this Facebook group, we need to show more of the members because Facebook, after all, their number one thing is to sell ads. No, I'd say that's their number two thing. They cannot sell ads if people are not coming onto Facebook. And if people are coming onto Facebook to come into your group, to come into any group, Facebook is going to say, okay, if we want to sell ads, we need people to see the ads and we need people to buy the ads. So we need people to come onto our platform. How do we get people onto our platform? Well, we need them to spend more time in here. We need to pull them in. And how do they do that? They do that either through the feed, but mostly through the notification. So engagement is super important. I don't care if your group is five people or 50,000 people, bringing in some engagement, putting in some engaging posts, some engaging questions or games or giveaways, et cetera, is huge, okay? So I really, really want you to think about engagement in your group. And if you don't know how to engage your group, well, guess what? We've got our engaged groups membership, which is all about engaging your group. And of course we have lessons in there about managing your group and how to save time in your group. We have lessons in there about growing your group and some lessons about monetizing your group as well. So if you're interested in that, go to engagegroups.com slash EG trial, engagedgroups.com slash EG trial. And for $7, you can get in there for seven days. And we have four years of content. So every month we release a strategy session and it's either about managing, growing, engaging, or monetizing your Facebook group. You'll want to go in there and grab a like and just watch a bunch of those. And I am one, as you could tell from my podcast episode, everything is short and sweet. We do not go on for hours and hours talking about something that we can give you all the details in like 10 minutes. So you can consume a lot of them in the seven days. Okay. Of course we want you to stay longer. Don't get me wrong. We want you to stay longer than that. Come and join the fun, but there you go. And then also in that membership, we give you a package of engaging posts to schedule out in your group Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays or wherever you see fit. And those captions and the images go together and we provide those for you every single month. All right, let's move into misconception number three. Now, misconception number three is monetization is the ultimate goal. Many people started Facebook group with the sole purpose of making money. However, monetization should not be the ultimate goal. When you make that the ultimate goal, you're making it about yourself and not about the community you want to build and not about the community that you're putting together. Of course, we are business owners and we didn't want to make money, but... When the focus is more around creating a valuable, safe, and protected community where everyone feels completely safe, (laughs) I use the word safe again, but to make them feel like just welcomed and adored and in a warm community where they can share anything, they are likely to stay longer and they are likely to refer you over and over again. And they are likely to become bigger fans and stick with you through all of your trainings or all of your offerings 
in your group. Now, monetization, sorry, sorry, the focus should be on creating the valuable group, valuable community that members want to be a part of. Monetization should come as a result of providing value to the members, but not as a primary goal because people will smell that out. If they know that you're just there just to make money from them, they will smell it out and they will not either not be engaged or they will leave. So number four is selling is the only way to monetize. Selling in your group is the only way to monetize. Now, some people believe that the only way to monetize their Facebook group is to sell their products and services, but there are other ways to monetize your group, such as affiliate marketing. A couple of years ago, I did a great affiliate marketing GAV with my friends and they promoted my stuff into their group and I promoted their stuff into my group. We had affiliate links for both and I was able to help them promote their offer and they helped me promote my offer. And it was very fun. It was interview style. We did a video, we did some posts, we did emails but the video was in the Facebook group. The posts were in the Facebook group and it turned out to be a great joint venture project between us, but the money came into the affiliate marketing and I didn't have to go out there and, and, and deliver any content. They delivered it for me. They took care of everyone for me. Now, these affiliate partnerships are really important, but what I really want you to, to know some of the mistakes that I made is that I, I want you to know that those, A, those people have the same values as you. Sometimes I got into an affiliate thing with someone because someone else suggested it, but I really should have dug in deeper to see what they had to offer. And that was a mistake that I made. The other thing when picking affiliate partners is make sure that you have attended their training, that you know what they're going to be offering. Like whatever it is that you're promoting, that you have awareness of it. Whether you took it yourself or whether you have a, you know, the ability to sneak peek or, or consume parts of it, because that's going to make a big difference when promoting it. When people say, oh, did you use this? Oh, is this what you use? And you have to say no, that's not going to look good on you. That is not going to look good on them. And, you know, if you're promoting it, they're going to question why. And so then the trust gets broken. Okay, other ways to monetize your group could be through sponsored posts. I've seen this where people are like, can I pay you, I don't know, $100, $200 to post in your group? Here's the post. What do you think? Again, same thing goes here. Like, do their values match yours? Have you seen what they're promoting? Would you promote it yourself? Et cetera, et cetera. So that's one. Another one is either having sponsored guests or just... Overall, people who are paying a monthly fee to be the expert in your group. Does this just throw some light bulbs out? So let's say in I am not a copywriter whatsoever. I cannot write copy to save my life. But what if I had someone who did write copy who my people totally need? And I said, hey, you know, pay me $200, $250, $300, $500, whatever you want to say. And here's what you get. You get to do a post once a month. I will tag you in any post where people are looking for you for your services. And maybe we do a live once a quarter. Okay, that is another way to monetize the Facebook group. 
<laughs> How about that, Jim? Right? Okay, so number five, people have this misconception that it's all about the numbers. All about the numbers. Now, here's the thing. Some people focus solely on the number of members in their group. It is highly cosmetic. They believe that a large group means success, like a large, you know, 2,000, 4,000, 10,000 person group obviously means that you're making a lot of money, obviously means that you've made success. Well, you're not getting paid a dollar per person every day, every month in your group. A large group does not automatically mean success. I've seen largest large groups where they just completely failed, or I've seen people create large groups and then they try to sell and the large group retaliates because they just didn't position the group properly. They just didn't set the expectations from the beginning that they would be selling. So large groups do not be fooled, don't necessarily mean that they are successful in terms of monetization. I've seen groups of 180 to 250 group people and open a membership and have anywhere between 67 and 97 people join the membership. That's a huge conversion. But sometimes these smaller groups have, they're, they're small but mighty. They have bigger powers, right? They're able to do these things because they've built this community. They built, they have the engagement down pack. They've built a community that's safe and fun to be around. They realize that, you know, creating content and giving value was the number one thing. And then when the time was right, they opened up their membership and made that a thing for people. So it's not always about the number of members, you know, when the quality of the members and the engagement level is much more important than the number of members, a smaller, more engaged groups can be more valuable than a larger, less engaged group or a larger group made of people that are not your typical audience. I have seen people close their free groups and create a brand new group because they realize that a lot of the people that are in the group are no longer their target audience, whether their brand changed, whether their audience changed, like the people they're serving has changed, or maybe their audience has changed completely in terms of their interests and they're no longer interested in the thing. So what they do is they create a brand new group in order to boost up that engagement, in order to boost up the engagement and activity within their group. Okay. So I hope you learned a lot in this episode. You know, if you're in our group, come and tell us that you listen to our podcast. And also, if you're thinking about joining our membership, I highly encourage you to do that. We are four years in. We started this membership in 2019. There are four years of content in here that I want you to dig in to so you can grow, engage, and monetize your group. How do you do that? You can go to engagegroups.com slash EG trial, EG as engage groups trial. So engagegroups.com slash EG trial. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.